you want to be here, neither do we. That's why we call it the obligatory. We talk about farts, food, mics, kids, $5,000 beds, girls, comedy, and Kermit's butthole. And most importantly, they talk about current events with perfect accuracy. Perfect. I'm just perfect. kidding. You remember that one time that they spent the entire episode talking about Vice President John McClain? Fake news. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe the facts Never aren't happened. right, but here's the obligatory podcast with Kermit and Mike. What's going on, everybody? It's episode 53 of the Obligatory Podcast with myself, Kermit, and... And me, Mike. That's right, baby. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Instagram, Facebook. We always put all the videos up on YouTube. Podbean, Spotify. Podbean, Spotify, all that. And let's get into it. What's going on? What's new? Blah, 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 blah. Hey, man. Good to see you. How was your... Uh, it's oh, been yeah. What'd we do? What'd <laughs> we do? Good to I see think you. I saw you last night. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, as far as our listeners are concerned, I haven't seen you since you know last week when we recorded. Oh, okay. The illusion that because we, we got to catch up. We, we got to catch them up. We're all caught up. <laughs> we're all but, caught up. Uh, so let's see. I think last week we were uh, heading out. Uh, it was. Uh, it was uh, Valentine's was uh, Thursday, right? Last Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So how did it work out? Because uh, from the sound of it, when I talked to you and asked you what you were doing for Valentine's. Sounded like you were uh, setting her up for a big disappointment. I so, was crushing puss, bro. Uh-huh. You guys go out? You do anything? What'd you do? You got her anything? Or she worked, right? Oh, yeah. That would make, we had to make the illusion. I told you I was crushing it, mm-hmm. and then you said she went to work. Yeah, so you were crushing it by yourself. That's all. <laughs> but as long as you were thinking of her, your heart was in the right place. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. So she ended up working? Nah, she worked. So you didn't do anything? Did you make it up over the weekend? Did you go out? You do a deal? dinner yeah man we did dinner and all that stuff we don't go out you don't did you do out. like a special dinner or do you do like the dinner you were gonna do anyway if it was uh we did a dinner that we like oh yeah what'd you do <laughs> we go eat at hawkers you ever eat at hawkers what's that it's a japanese fusion tapas what is delicious fusion fusion yeah like, what's that mean when they throw that like in a restaurant they pretty name? much like you can order chicken wings mm-hmm. and chinese food at the same time yeah so it's, it's a buffet it's not a buffet it's tapas What's tapas? So you order like little plates and you pretty much just build up. Like it's like little like appetizers. It's all appetizers. So it's like overpriced appetizers? It's not overpriced. That's why we like it. How much? Like what maybe like five dollars, six dollar mm-hmm. plates. Oh, okay. So you like really splurged. You went all out on Valentine's <laughs> Day here. Did hey. you have to get reservations for your baby appetizer plates? No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like the only ones in the restaurant. No, it's delicious, and you get a bib, so uh-huh. it doesn't matter. Yeah, wait until you find out half-off appetizers at uh, Applebee's. You're going to be in a whole nother Yeah, but world. I don't want diarrhea either. Tapas sounds like something that gives it, you diarrhea. <laughs> it sounds like you go to the doctor, and you're like, I've had the shits all week, and they're like, oh, we got the test back. It's uh, it's tapas. <laughs> oh, no, is it bad? Well, it looks like you're at fusion level. So. <laughs> First off, it's delicious. I love hawkers. So you never take me. You never take me anywhere. You're you embarrassed to be things. seen with me in public. No, no, I'm embarrassed. You just you don't, you don't have you don't have class. I don't have class. I'm. I, I, <laughs> you've met me at a weird point in my life. I stopped eating, or I'm stopped. You know, eating a lot of the crap I used to. So I don't know anything about good food or tasty stuff. You think Chipotle is good food? No, I hate Chipotle. Chipotle. Okay. I do think Pollo Tropical is healthy. You think Pollo Tropical is like official, authentic Hispanic food, don't you? No, I said none of that. <laughs> I'm just making sure. I've said Pollo Tropical is the Hispanic food where the Olive Garden is Italian. <laughs> okay, you know? as long yeah. as you know. No, but uh, I've taken your advice. Like, now when I go Pollo Tropical, I'm getting, like, the grilled chicken. And then I get the brown rice, which I love the yellow rice. But you're like, yellow rice is horrible. It's probably the worst one you can pick. Yeah. So I'm getting the brown rice. And uh, then I, I started eating black beans, which I was totally against before I started working out and trying to get healthy. And I'm like... All right, I'll leave because you say they're good fuel. Sure. Right? And, uh, I read it somewhere. I'm, get, I'm getting used to them. I'm not crazy about them, but they do fill you up. Not crazy about the blacks? Beans. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Just making sure. Yeah. And then I get like the uh, tomatoes and the uh, corn over the top. And that corn does nothing. Just, it does nothing, but it gives, it, right it, gives it a little sweetness. Full full corn, full kernels coming full, right out. Full kernels, yeah. Yep. yeah. That's all it does. Yeah. Well, you lost weight too, right? Yeah, I'm down like uh, for the first time since I don't know when I'm under 180 pounds. Holy shit. Yeah, that's craziness for me. Yeah, man. So... The, the thing I'll get is... The AIDS uh, is working. Yeah, I'm glad I got it. <laughs> no and way. when I get down to the weight I want, I'll just get rid of it. That's <laughs> that, how that works, that's right? That's how it works, yeah. Do you know they used to do that with tapeworms? 
What are these people used to eat tapeworms? People to used to eat weight? like tapeworms to lose weight. I believe it. Yeah, I didn't know about it, but I believe it. It's craziness. <laughs> it's crazy. Sounds like something white people would do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? For? I don't know. I was going somewhere, and then you threw that in. I didn't I throw the tapeworms I... in. You threw tapeworms before in. the tapeworms. There was some direction I was going in. I was. Like, you were talking about your weight loss. How yeah. you're happy and you've been you're down, which has been a long time. Oh yeah, that's that's. Uh... See, I pay attention once in a while. Well, it's good. You won't remember any of this conversation in a week, but <sighs> not uh... at all. No, uh, you know, when we were talking about it, I went to that body weight calculator to see what I should be for my frame size, my age, and, uh, you know, everything, height. And uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, the weight that, you know, when I put all those numbers in, it's saying I should weigh like less than 150 at five foot six and 42 years old. Don't go by that. And I'm sorry, but me at 150, just... It, it would be sc- it would be like Crip Keeper, dude. Scary. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Because that public, like, I did the, what's the thing at the, at the public? The blood put, pressure thing. Yeah, that thing tells me I'm overweight, obese, and, like, my blood. And ugly. <laughs> and You're like, wait a minute, how do you even know <laughs> that? Say I'm that. just checking my. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you mean? Photo goes, <laughs> it says ugly, bad in bed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you just <laughs> chill out here. No, but yeah, it says I'm obese. Yeah. So I'm just like, F that. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in those things. I like that. That's Some people take negativity and take it to heart. You get something negative and you're like, wrong. No, if I, if I couldn't see my crank, then I'll be like, I'm obese. I yeah. can see my crank. Isn't that truthfully the definition of if you really need to work out? If you can stand straight up, look yeah. down, and not see the tip of your penis, you're probably fat. Yeah, if, you're, if, you're, if your wang disappears mm-hmm. with the gut. Mm-hmm. You got a, your fupa and is in the way. S- and yeah. see, that's the problem. Having such a huge cock, I let the, my weight slide <laughs> for so long. Because <laughs> I could always look down. I'm like, that, it's still there. Is that why you have so much weight on? That's, that's why. That's why. That's why. I'm like, I can still see seven inches. I'm good. We got to give you cock push-ups <laughs> or something to lose the weight off of that cock. <laughs> too much yeah. Too much weight that's, on that dog. That's you know when you're taking those cockpicks, you know, it's the exact wait, opposite. Wait, wait, wait. It's <laughs> the exact opposite. You know how girls take the camera and hold it up so they don't look as fat? Right. Yeah. You do it differently with your penis. You take it from below because you want your cock to have you like want a the triple change. Yeah. No, you want it looks bigger from below, I guess. Do so you shave all the pubes from off to I make hear. it look like it's more girth? Yeah, but I wait till Tuesdays to do that because I come here and use your razor while you're <laughs> sitting up. Enjoy your goatee. No wonder it fucking smells like cut of cheese. Right? <laughs> A little cut of cheese in there. <laughs> no, that's your that's your workout pack. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> I walked in there. I thought you had a body chopped up. The lights were off, and all I saw was like heads and thighs and stuff in the tub. And I'm like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and then I turned on the light. I'm like, it's all your sweaty ass workout gear. It's clean. Yeah. I clean and I put it in the tub to dry out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's good. It does stink. No, I was just. Oh, because I was like, shit. Nah, it's fine. I've been really trying not to let it stink. No, it's fine. After what I did in there, it's probably going to stink. Oh, you took a shit in my house? I did. Ugh. Where where was I supposed to take it? Outside? You're supposed to hold it, man. I couldn't hold like it. Like a man. <laughs> like a man. <laughs> you you want to talk about holding poops? We can go back in the archives and talk about you pulling over to the side of the road and shitting in people's driveways. I shit on command, baby. At Chupacabra. <laughs> So you just command to do it at three in the morning on the way home and some stranger's yard. Well, that was, yeah, that was a little bit of a blown colon. But, yeah. but you have like five of these instances in the past like month. Yeah. 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 Remember? I almost shit my pants in my own house. Like I wish I had the technology to go back and just the first time you brought this topic of uncontrollable shits, you're like, everybody shits their pants. They do. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're, don't go. Let's not go back into it. Everyone shits their pants. Yeah. When they're babies and when they're senior citizens, no. not when they're in the like late thirties and everything's fine. I almost shit my pants in my own house. You have like two options. I know. I was so lazy. Were you into the video games? Yeah. And then I walked the dog <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, I got to take a shit. And I tried to rush the dog to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then like, I, just, I, I barely made it. Ah. I'm an adult. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> so um yeah, so Valentine's Day happened and uh Aiden, my uh eight year old, he's had a crush on this one girl since the beginning of the school year and he's been playing the slow game. Okay. He's been doing pretty good. And then uh he got all excited because the day before Valentine's Day she came up to him and asked if he would be her Valentine. Oh, look I'm at like, that puppy see love. See that? So uh, he decided for Valentine's this year, I had got for Christmas a book on origami and like a whole bunch of those. 
because people Dude, don't know me. I thought you were about to say something else. Oh. I got him a book, a Kama Sutra. I'm like, no, what the no. Fuck? No, someone got me a book on origami. Origami is the art of paper folding. Okay. Okay. Making sure it's uh, not an urban so dictionary. I. I, I should just write a list of things I get for Christmas. Like, I don't know who people think I am when they get me these gifts. I'm like, they're like, this seems like something you'd be interested in. I'm like, does it? Does <laughs> what do you it? mean? Are you just getting, like, shitty gifts? I didn't say shitty gifts. I just said gifts that don't really reflect who that I am. That you would never use. Yeah. Like, baby's mama for one year for my birthday. First of all, I hate getting DVDs and books as gifts. Like, I don't want to sound, like, I guess not... What's the word I'm looking for? Unappreciative. But in today's technology, if you're still getting DVDs, there's something wrong with it. Like, the only reason I buy a DVD is if it's a movie that I love that I'm going to watch over and over and over again. Okay. Other than that, you can find – would you agree you can find anything you want online? Like, we're signed Pretty up for the streaming services. If there's a movie I want to watch, I'll go to Amazon and be like, okay, I'll rent that today. Or, you know, you can find whatever you want to watch nowadays. There's no reason taking up shelf space with DVDs, right? And books, it's the same thing. I like reading, but I like nonfiction. And I'm very, like, I like reading all those how-to books, how things are made, how things are done. Right. I love reading books on comedy. I love reading biographies and autobiographies of performers I enjoy. You know, but I'm very particular. I don't, I don't care too much for fiction. I've probably read four or five fiction books, and it's probably, I'll find one I like and reread it, like, five or six times. But we're talking about not comics. What are you talking about? Yeah. Book books. Yeah, I like comics. See, that's what I'm saying. And, but once mind. again, I'm very particular. I haven't followed a comic storyline in years, but when I was a kid, I was very specific about which ones I... I'm like, okay, I'm going to read X-Men, but I'm not reading X-Factor. And that's right. when they lost me, when they started doing all the crossovers. Like, you got to buy this for this. To hey, get the fuck out of here. Right. You know? So with my books, I'm very specific, and I'll go ahead and get what I want. And with my you know movie choices, I don't need DVDs. Baby's mama one year for my birthday bought me this first part of the Star Wars series, and I opened it up and I was like, "Oh, great!" Is it a book or DVD? The DVDs. DVD. Okay. Yeah, like the first three, and I was like, "Oh, Star Wars!" And she's like, "Yeah, well, I heard the kids talking to you about Yoda the other day because they had seen Yoda in some commercial." And I explained to them who Yoda was. So I realized you didn't have the movies. And I'm like, yeah, that's because I don't – I'm not a Star Wars. I'm not a – Oh, you're not even a fan. It's not that I'm not a fan. <laughs> I, I like Star Wars at about the same level most people like Star Wars. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Right. You know, I, don't, I don't care. I can't name all the little characters and shit like that. Like, there's Luke and the other people. You don't know what an Ewok is? I do know what an Ewok and is. And a yup, yup, and a jump, jump. Nope, you lost me. I think I, you I just, just made those up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not – I don't need to have those DVDs ready. To, I'm not going to sit there and watch them, you know? And uh, so I, I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Maybe the kids will enjoy it, you know? And then uh, Father's Day rolled around. That was my birthday. And then Father's Day rolled around, and she bought me the next three. She's like, well. <laughs> she bought you one, two, and three then? Yeah. The, the one she's with like, Young? She, she's like, well, I figured since you had the first one, she would. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. And then you'll never guess what I got for Christmas. You got the, the recent yeah! one. <laughs> so you, you yeah. You got a full collection. Yeah, of things I'll never fucking We sell that shit. I should. I can't. They're gifts. No, it's fine. You get yeah. what? We got two more movies? No, yeah. one more movie. But I mean, that's the thing. It's just like uh, I thought I made it pretty clear the first time. And see, what I do when I do gifts for people is I'll sit there and listen to them all year round. And when they say like, oh, I like that or, oh, I need to get one of those, I'll be like, yeah, you should. And then as soon as I get like a second, I'll put a note in my phone like so-and-so said this. So when it comes like birthday or Christmas time, I'm like, oh, here's a list of things that I've heard them say they actually want. You I know? guess I should do that because I don't think I don't think of that. Rather than waiting for like Christmas and being like, I got two minutes. What do I need to get someone just to have something to give them? You know? I just let them buy it. And I'm like, oh, I was going to get you that. Yeah, that's what I, I do. Dude, I've I've really embraced. I, I don't care if people say it's not, you know, proper or what. But, uh, you know, I'll do gift cards all day long. I don't give There's a crap wrong about gift cards. Yeah. I'm You're like, a psycho if here, you, you know what you want better than anyone. Go yeah. get it. And you know what? If you use it to end up paying you some bills, I don't care. In the long run, it all piles up. If you use this gift card to pay your bills, that means it's freeing up some of your money to get something you want. Oh, you don't do like the Target gift card? You do like a universal gift card? Not universal, but like a Visa gift card or something? Yeah, I stopped doing the Visa gift cards because 
you'll pay like seven bucks for the gift card at some point. So with my nephew, I used to give him a gift card every year for like Toys R Us. That's not an option anymore. Nope. You know, but he's older now anyway. So now I just go to the bank and I take out cash and put it in an envelope with a card because I'd rather give him cash than go get like a $50 gift card and have to pay seven bucks because it's, it's fucking on a money pizza. bags over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, the nice thing about me is I don't have a lot of friends. And I don't have a lot of family. Therefore, the few people I do have, I can afford to get some. But things. you have like a lot of people that owe you money, so. Yeah. <laughs> You're all God up. damn it. Did you see my post the other day? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, like, do you still haven't gotten paid from your people yet? No. Ridiculous. No. It is. But, you know, I also haven't loaned money out so recently. Because everyone knows they took all your money. <laughs> they don't need, they ah. can't ask you anymore. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I think the meme I put was, uh, you know, it was that Kevin Hart face, like the what yeah, the yeah. fuck face he has. And it goes, that face you make. When you see everybody posting about it, all they're going to do with their tax refunds and your name's not on that list. And, uh, yeah, I actually had a lot of people hit me up like, dude, me too. And it's like, I never understand that. And you do I like because you don't loan money. Right? Wait, was was the person that go, yeah, me too, the person that owes you money? No. <laughs> but one person did like it and then called me later like, dude, do I still owe you money? I'm like, how did you forget? That's what people do. You don't bug them every day because you, you're like, Oh, man, they'll pay me when they get me. And then you hit that point where they actually forget they owe you money. Yeah, that's your fault. I know. You need to loan shark those mofos. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm done loaning money. I'm, ju I'm just a soft touch when it's a person I care about and they're in trouble and I can help. I'm like, all right. And then I am. <laughs> I am. But no more. No more, man. We'll see. No more. We'll see. Nope. From now on, when people ask for money, I'm going to show them a picture of my two kids starving and be <laughs> yeah. like, dude. I already got two people who don't pay me back. I'm good. Three, actually. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So, uh, so Valentine's Day, he was happy. Uh, he had decided to make his class like origami Valentine's. Yeah. So he made like a bunch of little heart ones. But then he made one because his crush loves unicorns. So one of the things you can make is a horse. So he had his mom help him make a horse. I made one. Uh, horse and it came out it came out okay but it wasn't good okay and uh his mom made one it came out really perfect and then they made a little horn for it and he wrote to so-and-so love aiden and uh she said at the end of the day it was her favorite valentine so he sang him up he sang himself up for heartache <laughs> you know, like when you send your son up he's like me crying. dude i you wouldn't know this but when i was a kid i was i got into girls late like i was one of those i hate girls I, like kids you know girls okay. are creepy girls are oogie. but then when i did start liking girls it was like one i would like that one and obsess over that one and then that was it and then she would break my heart and then i would be shot for the year and then i'd meet someone else eventually and like i was never that guy in high school or college that was like dating several people at once I'd yeah, always, I wasn't playing the field either. Yeah, I always fell in love and fell hard. You know, yeah, I, I was think an idiot. I think that's how Aiden's <laughs> going to be, and that's going to be a tough life for him because when when you're like that and you put everything into one person, then they let it's you down. It's a waste, bro. Oh, it hurts. It's a waste. Meanwhile, I think Oliver, uh, my five year old, is just going to be that one that's like, uh, "Hey, there's enough of me for all you ladies." He needs to be a playboy. Oh yeah, he's. I don't think he's going to – I don't know if he's going to be a playboy, but he's going to be something where when the girl comes, like, look, you just don't care about my needs. He's like, what were you saying? I'm sorry. I wasn't <laughs> paying – yeah, hey, <laughs> you know where the big wheel is. So Hit pretty it. much you. Hit the <laughs> – It really is funny that Aiden represents my – you know me up until like my early 20s uh -huh. and ollie already represents you me yeah, yeah. You, right now yeah yeah okay just like <laughs> you just tell him to do something it's like yeah i'm not doing that yeah, yeah. pretty much how you treat everyone now got it mm -hmm. yeah it's funny that we come into this podcast and i actually have to write notes for myself like listen to kermit ask questions so i don't steamroll you do you actually do that? I do. I don't have one this week, but like when you go home on my desk at home, you see all our notes from previous weeks. And I got like big asterisks, like listen, because <laughs> I'll go back and listen to the podcast when I'm doing the write up okay. and realize I was talking about something. You tried to interject something interesting, but I was still on track with what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> and since you're like, 
you're you're like one of the toughest little guys I know. <laughs> until you had, it, had a little guy until it comes to podcasting, and then you're like, okay, I guess my my views didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but nine times ten, I don't have a view. Yeah, yeah, nine times ten, I just that's what like, I'm saying. Oh, okay. So on the one tenth you do, I should stop and appreciate it. <laughs> but it just so happens it happens so seldomly that I'm like, all right, I'll keep talking. <laughs> Great, I got it, I got it. You're carrying the show. I got it. <laughs> Is that well, you? I figure I figure you do everything else around here. <laughs> Not really. The least I can do is, you know, and in all fairness, sometimes I'd look over and you're on your phone or you're playing with a light and you're like, huh, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am not on my phone. I might be messing with the lighting and everything, but not on the phone. Mm -hmm. That's not that's not true. So Valentine's Day was good for the kid. And um, I actually got a call last minute, um, like the day after we recorded last Tuesday, Wednesday. I got a call from Ken Miller. He's like, hey, man, can you host the improv this Thursday night? Oh, I heard that cluster F. And I was like, yeah, sure. Because, you know, if I got to work, I got to work. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Don't have to be home right. for Valentine's. Don't have to do anything. And then uh, that show, you might know more about that than me. I, got a, I do. I got a call the day of from Ken. And he was like, hey, man, uh, something about they had some random guy booked to headline. Uh, Vince Taylor was featuring and then Ken hits me up and he's like, hey, man, they canceled that show. They actually just got, was it Lil Rel? Lil Rel was supposed to be here mm -hmm. uh, Friday, Saturday. Right, with his crew. And Sunday. Right. There was a huge mix-up. Mm -hmm. Lil Rel came early. Ah. He wanted to go up on Thursday. Mm -hmm. But then he also wanted to go to the Magic game. And was it on Thursday or Friday? Well, it was a mix. I think, was, I think I'm mixing up the story. But either way, he was here. No, he was here on Thursday. Mm-hmm. They flew in another comedian mm -hmm. for a one-nighter. Yep. I guess some other guy. I forgot his name. Yeah, me too. So Little, I was supposed to open Little Ray mm -hmm. did a guest spot, and apparently he was very like rude <laughs> towards the audience, and a lot of people left bad reviews. So wait a minute. They still went on with that show that night? Yes. Oh, okay. And it was like bad. Oh. Like the comedian yeah. was good, but Little Ray was like, it made people upset. Was it Little Ray or Little Rel? Little rail, whatever. Yeah, you know it's funny when I when Ken called to say, "Hey, blah blah blah, it's canceled." I was like, so relieved because that day it was Valentine's Day. I was rushing around. I took the verse in to get some work done. I was trying to make time for dinner with the boys because they had asked if we could go down on Valentine's Day, and still had to get back over to pick up the car, the other car, and everything else. So when he called and canceled, I was like, perfect. Yeah, done. And then now I'm hearing this. I'm like, all right. It was a big cluster, mm -hmm. and then Little Rail did Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to be here Sunday, but they they messed up and they booked another show, like the Queer Queens of Comedy. Oh or yeah, Jeff Jones was on that show. Okay, yeah, that was not supposed to happen. That show, and then that show got messed up because they did a four o'clock show, and they didn't book double show. They only did four o'clock. They didn't do a four and seven. It was a big, like, Krista was telling me everything, and I was just like, what the hell? She's like, I don't know. Were they supposed to do two shows? Yes. But they didn't book it right. Oh. They didn't have any tickets. Because uh, I guess the girls just said they'll do a 4 o'clock show, mm -hmm. and they didn't, like, detail it that they're supposed to do a 7 o'clock show. So they had no 7 o'clock show They had no 7 o'clock show. So the girls after the show were like, hey, are we going to do, do we have another show? Like, what other show? You're done. Adios. Wow. I'm pulling that up now to see what was going on over there. Like, uh, Oh, you didn't look at the times? No, because, you well, know, I didn't. They, I, it's taken down already, man. They, they, you know, they, they, they shuffle through that. No, I can go to the calendar and see what was there. Oh. Uh, let's see. Carlos Mencia, D. Ray Davis. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they changed the Thursday show. The, so Lil Rel did not headline Valentine's Day. He was on, then he was off, then he was on, then he was off. Because they got rid of the guy's name that I was supposed to open for. I forget his name. Right. But yeah, on here they got it. And then uh, yeah, it looks like uh, oh yeah, they had a four o'clock show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and something with Lil Rel that I don't know if it's on Valentine's Day or on Friday, but he showed up late because he wanted to go to the Magic game. VIP Queer Queens of Comedy. Yeah, that. Michelle Ballon, who's from, uh, yeah, she's from Last Comic Standing. And Poppy Champlin, and I think Jeff Jones hosted for them. But, yeah, that's weird that, why would you do a 4 o'clock show? Mm -hmm. 
That's ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> so Lil Rel technically could have been around for a Sunday night show. Yes. And I think they still had to pay him. They had to pay him for Sunday, even though he didn't do Sunday. Because it was a big And they paid him for the guest spot Thursday? That I don't know. Yeah. It was a big mix up. I wonder if that's why I got bumped. Ninety percent of the door deal. What? <laughs> I was like, what? He was a special event. Mm-hmm. Hey man, when you get a film with Sandra Bullock and you <laughs> you run around from a scary, scary uh, monster you can't see. Oh, was that was that him? Yes. He, oh, he was in Bird Box. Yeah, he was in Bird Box. Oh, okay. He was also in uh, Get Out. Oh, okay. And then some other movies. Speaking of Get Out, uh, <laughs> James, John, Carmen Valone, and I did that uh, lobster and laughs gig Speaking in Windermere. Of get out. No, okay. it, it's it's. So we go out to Windermere. Uh, which have you ever been out to Windermere? Yeah. Okay. It's really, Richie. really nice area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not allowed there. No, not at all. So uh, we we go out there, and the show is at the Windermere Town Hall, which is in the National Historical I know Buildings where it's at. Yep. thing. It's like a hundred years old. I think it was built in eighteen. No, sorry, nineteen twenty-two. I DJed a wedding there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know exactly yep. the stage and everything. Yep. It, it's 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 small, but it's, it's nice. It's small, but it's nice. Yep. Yep. It was sold out. Uh, we're talking probably a hundred and fifty people at a hundred bucks a head. Hundred dollars a head for steak for and lobster. Steak, lobster, and the entertainment of James John, Carmen Ballone, and Mike Crow. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, but that whole area out there uh, reminded me of that garden party from Get Out. <laughs> you know, it's just got the lights and the nice little. And besides James, the only other black guy was <laughs> serving food. I was going to say, are you saying that they had slaves at Windermere? <laughs> I guarantee you. You know, uh, we were standing outside on the porch and one guy who was running the whole thing in his three piece suit tells us he's like, oh, yeah, over there is where Shaquille O'Neal lives. And over there is where Tiger Woods wife beat the crap out of his car with a golf club. <laughs> and uh, right. Those out, are the facts of the town. <laughs> right. I'm like, so the only two black people you p- list in this town are Shaq both sports Tiger, celebrities. Sports I get what you're saying here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it was it was a good show. But um, really, really expensive area over there. Really nice. Hell just, yeah, it is. Yeah. Hell, you went at night probably, right? Yeah. So you didn't get to see the houses. No. Uh, I've taken a buddy of mine who used to have a couple of jet skis. So we the chain of lakes back there. Yeah. Like he's taking me out on the jet skis back there and he'll be like in that Shaq's house and that so-and-so. I mean, they're, they're mansions. Oh, I know. That's, yeah. why, that's why I cater to them for DJing. Yeah. Love you guys. You guys pay good. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a good show, but at one point I just looked at James. I'm like, you're very brave to come here because <laughs> the whole audience was the median age was well into the mid-60s, early 70s. And I just looked at James. I'm like, you realize they're all looking at you, sizing you up. You know, it was. It was basically get out. <laughs> what, what and called? then after my show, they told me to get out. So. They told me to get out. <laughs> they're sizing James up. What was, it? What was they doing, uh, Django? Mm. What kind of – they, they Auction. Were, no, they didn't actually did that. The the fights. What was oh, it? yeah. Was that Mandango? Mandango fights, fights or Mandingo yeah. fights? Mandingo, <laughs> Mandango. Look at that, Jane. He can he could take on two. Mm-hmm. I ever tell you I saw Django Unchained in the theater with James John? No. Yeah, we were out. It was New Year's, right when Django Unchained came out. We were out in Fort Myers, another wealthier area. And uh, we're in we're in this matinee, and we go see Django Unchained, and there's probably like 30 other people in the theater. All older white people. And Django Unchained starts, and we realize that they don't see this as a fictional film. They're looking at this as a documentary <laughs> of better times. They keep yeah. looking at you. <laughs> oh, you remember the good days. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Django Unchained, if you haven't seen it, has the most usages of the N-word on film ever recorded. And that's only because we don't have Mitt Romney's original concession speech on tape. <laughs> 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 but... um. So they do the first end bomb, like not even a minute into the movie, and everybody just looks at James. He's the only black guy in the theater. And even though the house lights are down, I mean, James is a big guy. They saw us walking. Yeah. And they look at James, and James goes, ah! Like laughs, laughs at the end. Yeah. 
So then, like, a minute later, there's another N-word. He's like, ah And everybody starts loosening up. And then there's, like, another N-word. And people kind of giggle. And James is like, that one was uncalled. <laughs> 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 and then it was just, like, the perfectly tense film for the rest of the time. What he was saying is that loud? Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. That was uncalled for. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was great. Where, where was this again? This was in Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Place. Yeah. <laughs> Bell Tower Shop Cinema Plaza. Got it. And, uh... Whatchamacallit, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was in there, and even he said the N-word like somewhere, to, somewhere upwards of 50 or 60 times himself. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, how many times do you think uh, Mel Gibson auditioned for that role? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> I got this! Yeah, he would have been a shoo-in. Yeah. Um, him and Liam Neeson just auditioning. Oh, that's right. We got, we got two races in Hollywood again. Just two? <laughs> well, that are out. Yeah. That are out, that are so, out and talking about it. Yeah, so that was a good time, man. And then, uh, you know, and they paid well. And the funniest thing about that is they they booked me, Carmen, and James, and uh, they were paying us all the same, and that came down to nobody wanted to close. Like, when you got three of you, you're all getting paid the same, all doing the same time. It's right. kind of like, yeah. So finally I was like, fine, I'll close. You guys don't want to close, it's fine. But then uh, James, oh, James went up first, did a little bit longer than his time, they had a guest spot come in who was supposed to do three minutes, some guy that lived in the community. He ended up doing like 13. And then Carmen went up, did his time. But I'm getting ready to go up. And they're like, uh, hey, just a reminder, we need to be done by like 9.15. And it's like 8.50. And uh, Carmen's halfway through his set. So what'd you, what'd you go there? Just do a merch pitch and get the hell off? Basically. <laughs> Basically. Dude. If Hi, I my name's Mike. Here's a fire wallet. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is, and I've had this happen before where you're on a showcase or something like that and time constraints and everything and you're going last so all of a sudden your time keeps getting cut and even though you're getting paid the same there's a little part of you and for me it's actually a big part that gets a little upset that you don't get to do your full time that you don't get to do your full show right like i did uh frank sinatra's 100th uh birthday celebration down in miami at the fountain blue resort and this was like a big deal sponsored by jack daniels the mayor of miami was there beautiful the fountain blue resort is where like uh the rat pack used to actually hang out in miami right so it's this beautiful stage it's all these exclusive you know people are in their tuxes and dining gear and they have uh a full band on the show they have like singers like you know that 20 style crooner stuff or 50 style crooner and they have uh, dancers and all this other stuff going on through the, the course of the day i'm supposed to go on at like eight o'clock it's 8.30, I'm still not on. 8.45, I'm still not on. 9 o'clock, I'm not on. Uh, 9.30, I'm not on. 10 o'clock, I'm not on. And then uh, it's a full like dinner service thing. And then they make an announcement. They're like, hey, by the way, folks, uh, we'll be doing dessert. We have dessert tables set up in the next room. So everybody gets up to go get dessert. And then they're like, and while you're enjoying your dessert, here's the comedic styles of Mike Hurley. So the room was clearing to go in the other room to get dessert. There's no one sitting paying attention to the stage. And they're like, hey, we just need you to do like eight. And I'm like, I was supposed to do like 20. And I'm like, there's no one even. In I was pit. And that show, that show paid me $1,200. Damn. They paid me $1,200 to do that. And I was still pissed that I got bumped for two hours and going to perform for like nobody. So you went up. They're like. I went up. Who brought you up? The MC, which oh. they made me get there. They want me in Miami at 4 o'clock for a sound check. So I get down there, and I tell them I need, like, a stool, a mic stand, and a mic. Okay. So they give me the mic, and they're like, go ahead. Let's test your levels. Just go as loud as you're going to go, you know? And then I'm like, okay, cool. I just need to make sure there's a mic stand and a stool out here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So I walk out, you know, after they bump me for, like, two hours. I walk out behind the curtain and come onto the stage and there's no stool there's no mic stand there's no audience because they're all afghan dessert and i just look at the guy i'm like where's my mic stand where's my stool he's like oh man we forgot just go with it just go with it. why the fuck was i here at four o'clock to perform at 10 30 you know oh 1200 bucks that's why the next comedian on stage give it up for mike hurley hey, yeah and he comes up oh by the way we got the band playing Mike, go ahead and do your set. Hey, everybody, go enjoy the steaks. You hot cats, come on, dance. Come on, baby. Go ahead, Mike, go do your comedy. 
Don't ignore the band. Hey, good to see you three tonight. Lots of special, baby. No. Go ahead. No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Thank you for making me relive that. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm saying is, it just, uh, you know, the, the money's good, but at the same time, you, you get a little upset. Your pride got hurt? Yeah, I think that's it. A little <laughs> bit of pride, a little bit of ego, you know? <laughs> You want it because you want the show to be good. You know, you worked on your material. This is what you do. And it repre it's it represents you, you know. So when you only get a chance to go out and do like 10 minutes after waiting around since like, you know, an hour before showtime. And, you know, the reason you're doing your time short is because other motherfuckers on the show went over and you took the closed position because nobody else wanted it. You know, oh, I don't want to close. I don't want to close. It's like, yeah, fine. James Yon and Carmen Valone. Right. <laughs> Make me work less for more money. Ha. Huh. So, but it was still fun. I appreciate it. Uh, and then this weekend, uh, let's see, uh, Aiden, for his birthday last year, my parents had given him a uh, archery set because he was really into Legolas from Lord of the Rings and Robin Hood and stuff <laughs> oh, like that. Okay. And we only used it like once. And part of the reason we only used it once is we went outside and I wasn't any good with it. And I remember, did you shoot bows and arrows when you were a kid? I mean, I tried. I'm not good at it. Yeah. I, I used to, when I was like eight, nine, ten, go in my parents' backyard, had a little bow and arrow. And, I, you know, the, the uh, blunted tip arrows that are just for like target practice. And I remember being pretty good. And uh, I went out with my kids and like embarrassed myself to the point where I. I this is recently. This was uh, his birthday's in uh, June, so we went out like went out front with the target, and uh, I couldn't even hit anything. So I'm like, ah, oh, this must be a defective bow, and went back inside. And they've been bugging me to go out ever since. So I'm like, okay. So like the other day, I mowed the lawn and I took the target out, and uh, I had gone on YouTube and took. I gave myself a YouTube archery tutorial, <laughs> okay. and I found out th things about archery I never knew. Like, like what? Uh, They're Robin Hood. Like, number one, uh, apparently I've been putting the arrow on the wrong side of the bow my entire life. Uh, I, don't, I don't know anything, so. Yeah, like if you're holding the bow out, you, you go ahead and notch the arrow, yeah. right? And uh, It's called notch. I think it's called knock or notch. What, notch? Yeah, because I call it a notch because it's got a notch on the okay. arrow. But, um, yeah, I've always done it, like, where I take the back of the arrow, I put it onto the uh, string, and I pull back, but I'm, like, pinching the arrow with my thumb and finger. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it, right? No. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That's how you're supposed to hold it. Uh, basically, you put, like, a finger above the arrow, above the notch, okay. and two fingers below on the string. Like this. Yeah. and you d But you don't touch the arrow. Like a knuckle rubber. Yeah. But you don't touch the arrow with your knuckles because you don't want any friction on the arrow itself. Okay. Yeah. And also, the arrow goes like I'm right-handed. It goes to the left side of the bow, which always seems stupid. So I'm here. Goes yeah. here? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. It's it's the most awkward goes against all your nature. And I guess when you get to that professional level, they have like that thing where they have a clip that clips onto the arrow okay and they press like a quick release type thing but we're not at that level but so um, you and the boys went out me and the boys went had out a little robin hood experience yep and uh in our front yard and the thing i like the most is while we were doing it, that neighbor i have that never cleans up after his dog you shot the dog came walking by i would never shoot the dog <laughs> jesus christ but uh but maybe now he knows that i have projectiles that can reach him from a distance <laughs> here's here's a clip of you and the boys going out in the backyard hold on Come on, boys. Let's Robin go. Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, laughing back and forth at what the other has to say. Oh, come on, boys. Come on, show you. Yeah, I was going to say, how come they got like a redneck guy singing about archers in England? By the way, this is like one of my favorite movies. Go shoot that squirrel in the head, boy. Or dinner. Oh, please. That styrofoam target was still alive after we got done with the first day. But then we got pretty good. Aiden is, Aiden's actually really good. He's hitting it with a lot of power. Of course power. he is. The kid's going to grow up to be a freaking he's gonna No, he's going to be like Green Arrow, dude. He's going to be like, yeah. like running around. He's Which, perfect. He shot that. Can shot, we, shot now now that I've been shooting arrows for a couple of days, because we went out again. Oh, okay. We went out again on Monday and shot some more. Uh, now that I've been shooting arrows for a couple of days, uh, Green Arrow is even worse hero than ever. It's, you still watch that show? I watched the first season or two. 
Oh, man, what? You can't really talk about it then. It's, it's just... It's like it, on season, like, 10 now. It's just shitty. It's just shitty to be... It's shitty to be... It, archery is not the weapon of choice for inner city battle. I'm sorry, it's just You're talking not. about Hawkeye took out, like, a shitload of aliens when the alien invasion happened. Yeah. Yeah, that, see? Hawkeye's a badass. Oh, yeah, what happened? He ran out of arrows, like, three minutes in. Yeah, and then, he, and he, then he, you know, whatever, he left. <laughs> yeah. He didn't show up. Yeah. Hey, he survived Thanos' snap. That's all that matters. Yeah, because Thanos didn't think enough to destroy him. <laughs> That's how low you fall on the Thanos, I need to control this world. You, He took out Spider-Man, but Hawkeye's still around. <laughs> Spider-Man's yeah. a threat, though. So, yeah, so I think we got to do that. We got to, you guys start shooting some arrows, and I want Me? to go out to the gun range with you. Oh, yeah, we do the gun range. I don't know about arrows. Yeah, let's shoot some arrows. I already told you, I'm the gun range. I suck. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking you're better off with, like, harmless, blunt arrows. I'm just going to take the arrow and stab the person. <laughs> right between that. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's. that's like in Lord of the Rings, where you did it. Like, yeah, yeah. Save so much time. Save so much time. Yep. Ollie hit, Ollie hit a bullseye, though. Like a dead-on bullseye. That was pretty impressive. Kids growing up to be like the next John Wick. <laughs> I like it. I'm happy. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I'm not. I'm happy about that. It always starts out with a tragic story, though. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what we got uh, this week. I am uh, Carmen Valone's out of town. Unfortunately, is uh, he's got some family issues he's got to take care of. So I'm hosting the open mic at the Improv tomorrow night or Wednesday night, and then Thursday night I'll be at Francesco's in Somerville up by the Villages uh, doing comedy show up there. Mike De Palma has a nice little room. So. Haven't been back in a while, but once again, that's a bunch of older people in the villages, and uh, it's like performing for your grandparents. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, you brought this up. I wasn't really paying attention to this story too much, but uh, you seem kind of interested in the uh, Jussie Smollett. Who's this guy? He's from... Uh, <laughs> he's an asshat. He's from what? This show called... Empire. Empire. Yeah. So I had heard bits and pieces of the story as it was going on. But I think you were the first one to tell me that uh, it's looking like it was a scam. So I don't know what his idea or like, I don't know what the hell's going on. First off, he didn't uh, he hasn't confessed yet. Mm -hmm. He's still denying it. Deny, deny, deny. Right. So he got jumped. Mm -hmm. He got beat up like jumped. three weeks ago or something. Right. And he said there's, there's a bunch of people wearing Trump hats. Mm -hmm. And then they put a noose around him, called him a bunch of words, called him a bunch of and 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 because he's a he's a gay African American actor, right? Right. And they beat him up for like a subway sandwich, <laughs> which no one gets beat up for a subway sandwich. Let me tell you, I had subway for lunch today, <laughs> and uh, the line was kind of long, and I almost left. So yeah, uh, not only will I not well, fight someone for a subway sandwich, if I gotta wait more than five minutes, I no longer want that Sub subway sandwich. First off, subway sandwich meat is not real meat. So no, it's turkey based. Yeah, it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. I would probably, I'll probably fight you for a public sub. Yeah, with the boar's with boar's head meat, mm -hmm. the real shit. Yeah, but for a public boar's head, for good. a subway, boar's head's good, especially the roast beef. But even even just the Publix brand is pretty decent. So you got jumped for a subway sandwich. Up oh, and uh, I hear he was called the F word, the N yeah, word, all the words, all the word, all, they, the, all the words you could think of, all the trigger words. Uh, they said this is MAGA country, and they slipped a noose over his neck, which right. seemed like very highly premeditated to have just a noose ready to go. And they called him. They apparently knew him because they called him Empire, F word and N word, and uh, and this is where the story gets interesting. So then we find out that, well, they got it. They found the two guys, mm -hmm. and I think they're Nigerian or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. That's and what um, they're his one's his personal trainer. <laughs> the personal trainer or the other guy was on an episode of Empire one was an extra as, a, as an extra. Yeah, they're buddies. So all of a sudden, I don't care what this went from jump because you hear this story and you just automatically picture uh, two white guys white polos, khakis, MAGA hats, and now it's two Nigerian dudes who were supposedly saying this. Right. And, the whole, and he knows them. Yeah, or, and the whole reason why he did this because he thought his character was going to get written off. The reason he allegedly did this because he hasn't confessed to it yet. Right. He, right. he thought his character was going to get written off on the show, so he, fig he figured, I guess, he could cause this kind of trend mm -hmm. or kind of intention. Get this to, support. Yeah, get the support. So they, they wouldn't can him. Right. 
But in the end, he, he didn't now fire his ass. Now they've yeah. they bring him off the show. They bring him off the show. And I hear even the police department has stopped calling him a victim in the attack and started saying the complainant or something. And it happened like in Chicago, that. right? Yeah. Like th- I heard, like, like isn't Chicago like the best detectives ever? Something like that. Oh, I don't know anything. Like that's about what that. I heard. It was like a rumor. Like there's one of the best police I, detectives out there. I don't know anything about that. That's what I heard. But anyway, yeah. our so, girl had to say something about it. <laughs> Is this your girl? This is my girl. Hold on. What she had to say? Let's see. But they didn't put my boy cousin in a headlock. They put me in a headlock. And because I didn't give out a statement, hold up. They put out a statement claiming that I was practically lying. So I don't want to, you know, call our boy, a girl, Cardi B. Smollett a complete lie she's eating crab by the way while she talks evidence from both the brothers that they spoke so she said that he ruined black history month <laughs> that's what, <laughs> i was looking for that part but i guess she 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 messed it up so she's basically yeah she said she, he ruined black history month that's what she said well i will say this it's it's tough because if this does turn out to be something he manufactured then it gives every one of those people, like the MAGA people and the Trump supporters, like, see, that's what we're talking about. Fake news. This is what everything is. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's the problem. So this one incident, if it turns out to be false, is just you'll never live it down. It it, it defeated the whole purpose of it. Right. You know? And yeah, it, it's really shitty because you don't have to manufacture an attack because enough of those attacks actually happen all the time. But now it's going to be one of those things. See, see, Trump was right. This is all made up. It's all fucking liberals and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, you know, it's like, Jesus Christ, dude, you did so much harm with this. Your, your boy was. Did you bring up something about your boy Trump? <laughs> oh, so, uh, you know, we luckily it doesn't look like we're going to have another shutdown. Right. Because are we or not? No, okay. it doesn't look that way because he signed off on the budget. And the budget only gave him, I think, one point six billion of the five or six billion he was looking for for his wall. That being said, he signed off on it. And then immediately after he uh, went and filed the paperwork for a national emergency. Now, what a national emergency does is it gives the president the right to divert any of the budget to places that he feels, you know, is putting our nation into just severe immediate danger. Right. And, of course, uh, Democrats and Republicans, a few Republicans, see this as a very scary thing. Like, they've only done national emergencies, like, I think, 50 times since the National Emergency Act was incorporated in, I believe, like, 1975, 1976. And it was all for major things, like, that need to get done now. Hence, emergency. We have an emergency. We need to take money from different places to take care of this emergency. So... They kind of feel like he's backdooring this whole thing. And both sides of the aisle feel like this is dangerous because the reason Congress is there is to keep hold. Part of it is to determine how we spend things. You know, they have the purse strings. So if they let Trump get away with doing this national emergency just to get something done, he wants to get done without their approval then any other president can come through and declare anything a national emergency just to get his hands on the wallet. So uh, I think there was a clip, though, and I think this is from Seth Meyers about how Trump approached how he was going to push through his national emergency agenda. Elected the best president, an adult grandpa who has trouble forming coherent sentences. For example, during his press conference on Friday, Trump explained that he expected a protracted court challenge to his national emergency declaration, although it was less of an explanation and more of a sing-song ramble. I'll f- sign the final papers as soon as I get into the Oval Office, and we will have a national emergency, and we will then be sued, and they will sue us in the Ninth Circuit, uh, even though it shouldn't be there, and we will possibly get a bad ruling, and then we'll get another bad ruling, and then we'll end up in the Supreme Court, and hopefully we'll get a fair shake, and we'll win in the Supreme Court. <laughs> Just like the ban, they sued us in the Ninth Circuit, and we lost, and then we lost in the appellate division, and then we went to the Supreme Court, and we won. He sounds like a five-year-old telling you what he saw at the zoo. (laughs) 
and then we saw the monkeys, and they were eating bananas. And Todd said, we used to be apes. And I said, that's not true. And Todd said, yes, it is. And then a bird crapped on his head. <laughs> Dude, there, there just comes a point where you look and go, that man represents our entire country. Dude, it's almost like he was lying, because that's what you do in your life. Like, so I was like just going to tell you something he's that talking, he's, I don't know. He sounds too like much. a 19-year-old girl that makes every statement <laughs> yeah. she makes a question. Like a value just girl, raises man. up. So like I went shopping. Yeah. And my dad bought me a car. For real? And I didn't want the car. Oh, so ugly. And then I cried. Oh, you don't deserve it. And then Brad was dating Amanda, but He's he such said a she wasn't dating uh, him, and now face. he wants to date me. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our president, man. That's <laughs> oh the my. that's the president of the United States right there. And uh, he also brought up in that same conference, I believe, that uh, he was uh, he's very pleased to say that he was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, and apparently you're starting to do it right now. He was no. Nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> yeah, you just did it by accident. I think we got into a rut. But, you know, in my defense, I'm not the president of the fucking United <laughs> States of America either. I'm a fucking comic. Uh, but, yeah, so he was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize by the Japanese prime minister. But it now turns out that the White House, meaning the president, had requested Japan to nominate him for the Nobel Peace Prize like a year ago. So it's like... Is it really a it, it's almost like the guy who's like, man, I would really, really hate it if anyone threw me a surprise birthday party. <laughs> you know, it's it. And uh, Seth Meyers pointed out, I don't think you're going to get the Nobel Peace Prize when you're uh, backdooring your own government to build a wall to keep brown people out. <laughs> <laughs> There's no peace there. So the guy's just fucking ridiculous. And the sad thing is all these. um all the Democrats are coming out now, like, who's going to run? And I think it's not looking good, unfortunately. I haven't seen one person, even Bernie Sanders, threw his hat in the ring. Yeah, but if, I, Bernie, if Bernie goes, uh, I'm going to say Trump's going to win again. <laughs> uh, right now, as sad as it is, I don't see a single Democrat contender that's you – know, it, it, this country – what happened to The Rock? I thought he was going to go for it. Where's Oprah when you need yeah, her? Yeah, what happened with that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see someone that just makes it, it needs to be someone who can go in there and bully a bully because that's what this is. Yeah, that's what we want. We want to we want to like a, a, a fight of words. Yeah. yeah. And I just don't see anyone right. And, you know, I won't say Trump has charisma, but his fan base enthusiastically supports him, you know, and I don't see anyone from the Democrats right now that has that. It's it's sad that this is what's turned into. But you really do need some kind of, I don't want to say reality, you need some kind of star power charisma. Like, even Obama had charisma, you know? He, like, he was he was fun to he watch. dapper. Yeah. And I haven't seen them put forth anyone yet that's going to contend with that. And they're already picking away at everybody that comes. Everybody that comes in, prepared to have your whole life, you know, torn apart, examined. They're even saying that during Bernie Sanders' campaign, uh, some people on his campaign committees, uh, some females had come forth and said they were sexually harassed by others. But I'm I'm sorry. I think anywhere you get men and young men, especially and women together, there's gonna be flirtations and advances and stuff like that. There's gonna be some like flirtations mm. and sexual harassment. Sexual harassment, <laughs> and then they'll say they didn't. Then they'll say true. they did. Then they'll say me too, and then they'll say you too too. <laughs> All he needed was uh, that um, what's that? What's that vocal fry? That's what he needs. That's oh, I had to Google that. I didn't know what you that know what was. Vocal fry was. It's that cracking. So uh, I was like uh, going to go to the comedy store and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's vocal fry. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, and plus, it, what Trump has done is kind of made it like when the really shitty singer goes up at karaoke. And people who didn't want to do karaoke because they were embarrassed. Okay. They didn't, th they didn't think they had a shot, you know, of they didn't want to embarrass themselves and sing poorly. Then that really bad singer goes up and the people in the audience are like, 
oh, I can do better than that. You <laughs> like know? comedy? Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we are now with presidential candidates oh, because Trump has really made everybody believe that anyone could be president. So everybody's just coming out of the woodworks. And it sucks because the more candidates we have, the more that's splitting, you know, our support for one side. And people are going to be like, oh, my God, ain't made- well, I'm out. I'm done. And I think, uh, I, I mean, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but let's face it, this country loves two-term presidents. Yeah, because they're going to believe he can do better for the next term. They're like, a lot of people are like, well, he's already in there. He's well, it's one of those, like, he kind of learned his lessons and knows what to do now. Nobody's saying that about Trump. Oh, his people are. Nobody, no, because his people feel like he's never made a mistake. Well, even if they're like, well, he did. They're, he's just up. getting into it. You know, he spent most of his time battling this goddamn witch hunt <laughs> about Russian collusion, which, okay, there was no Russian. Co- okay, maybe he he talked, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that conversation. <laughs> I was going to say, which Trump support are we going with? Yeah, I, I would love to. <laughs> How many times does he just get busted on shit that he said never happened and then just change it like, Look, I never had sex with that lady. Okay, I had sex with that lady, but I never paid for sex with that lady. Okay, there was payment for sex with that lady, but I wasn't aware of it. Okay, I was aware of it, but it didn't come from campaign finance. Okay, it came from campaign financing, but I wasn't happy with it. You know, <laughs> There's no Russian collusion. I never had any deals. Okay, I might have had a deal. Maybe a little. Maybe a little maybe deal, a little. but there was maybe no signed paper. Okay, there was a signed paper. Look, I never had any collusions with Russia. Okay, maybe just a little. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, I built hotels. That doesn't stop just because I'm a president. Look, everything's in shambles. This is all just a witch hunt. CNN should be embarrassed for the fake news and everything's going to go. He's going to mm. go to Mar-a-Lago. Oh. And then uh, he was also talking about his supporters in the media, you know, because he was saying most media sucks. But then he's like, <laughs> like I really like Rush Limbaugh. Rush this is why he said... This is literally what he said. He's like, I really like Rush Limbaugh. He's got he's got the biggest audience in the world. Is that what he said? <laughs> That's what he said. Right. And then he went on to say, he's like, and plus, you know, he doesn't take calls. He just goes and talks for three hours without taking a call. Could you do that? Like to people, he's he's just, I don't know who he was talking to. He's like, That's impressive. Could you do that? Not many people. Anyone can take a call. He just talks for three hours. I'm like, dude, come to any open mic. <laughs> you will meet a ton of people who can talk well past the light without ever saying shit. He doesn't take calls. He doesn't take calls. I don't get it. I don't <laughs> care. You don't get it. Very smart. Very intelligent. Very just smart. talks for three very hours. Smart. You know who else did that? My grandfather when he got dementia right before he passed away. Jesus. <laughs> Way to bring the show down. <laughs> Way to bring the show down. I think talking about Trump for 10 minutes already brought it down. Oh, true. We probably yeah. pissed off our couple fans there so all two of you we're sorry but you you agree with us vehemently i mean how we talk about nothing without taking calls for an hour and a half easily and we're not even you know he would love our show yeah no shit (laughs) and we could do another hour and a half if these cameras didn't cut out no we couldn't yeah we could there's no way dude when we first started recording this we were like okay that was two hours i went back on youtube yeah and watched the first episode horrible right and then the second and then the third horrible it's it's rough. It's, it's interesting. Rough. And it hasn't gotten any better. It's no, well, no. <laughs> it's funny because you see like the emptiness of the room too. Mm-hmm. Like all this shit that we have here, like it was just an empty wall. It looked dead in here. Well, I think our first one we were actually using your community center. So right, it was a that big, one was like, even, that one. <laughs> I think I don't think we released our first one or two. Oh, it's up. No, we we lost one at the improv. Yep. And then that was the one that you we wanted. we didn't turn the mics on. It was, yeah, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Yeah, but turning the mics on seems like a... We didn't, know what, the hell, no, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we messed up in the... Conference? I don't think we messed up. I think it was just... It was just really bad. But we we put it out. It's episode one uh, on YouTube. I thought I had vetoed that one. I was like... Dude, it's there. God damn it. You, <laughs> it's, I was like, let's not put that up. No, it's up. You got to archive it, man. You have to. Why... <laughs> <laughs> ah, it was horrible. But that's the fun part, isn't it? Mm, it hasn't gotten any better, I'll tell you. That. Nah, I mean, hold on. Let me, I want to show you. Episode. Should we do this off air? No. It's just, look at that. <laughs> we were young and our hearts wasn't uh, open. Um, well, damn. Well, I mean, <laughs> we still got time. We still look. I almost yeah, wore that shirt tonight. You got the same shirt on you had when the first podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> I almost wore that. That's the Spider-Man shirt. I almost wore it tonight. I switched up for this. Yeah, we even tied it. We started from the bottom. Now we're here. What the F? Oh, no. We started from the bottom and we're still here, I think, right? We started from the bottom. Now we are here. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Second try. And then we stopped even naming episode. We're just like, episode five. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started naming them. And then we started putting covers and. Oh. And then it's a whole beast now. Now we're on 53 episodes. Freaking nuts. Years from now, people will look back and be like, you remember that podcast? <laughs> yeah, remember that podcast? That, that, they, that they stole from those gamer kids? That the gamer kids claimed they stole them from? Yeah, we had some beef. We had beef with other... Uh, beef right out of the gate? Right out of the gate, we had beef with people. We should send them a mug still. We just, yeah, we should send them a... Uh, uh, as soon as we get some, some magnets. A magnet. We should send them a magnet. As soon as we get some merch. I want a obligatory podcast t-shirt. I do, too. All right. Hey, if you're one of our 30 listeners <laughs> and you would also like a obligatory podcast uh, T-shirt, go ahead. Write us. Yeah. Tell us how much you'd pay. How much <laughs> would you pay for an obligatory podcast shirt? Obligatory T-shirt. That's right. I want one, though. I mean, get one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that. So you got anything else, man? I got a show this Friday here in Okoy. Uh, Okoy? Okoy. Yeah, yeah for Ali Flores, it's called the Dragonfly. Dragonfly Studio. Yeah, yeah. I'm out there next month. I'm closing I'll, it out. I'll probably be there, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, that's this Friday. So that's it. That's all I got planned. Cool, man. And uh, that's it. Cool. Uh, well, just to recap, um, not that it helps you, but I'll be hosting the open mic Wednesday night at the Orlando Improv. Then Thursday I'll be at Francesco's in Somerville, Florida, by the Villages. And uh, that's about it from me this week. <laughs> okay that's all i got i thought you gonna say something else yeah like, i'll probably shoot some more hours with the kids and be done with it right on hawkeye mm-hmm. um well that said this is episode 53 obligatory podcast with kermit and mike make sure you check us yeah, out we, uh, subscribe we're what? working out tonight yeah let's go do it all right cool because i brought my stuff <laughs> the lube wait what what the fuck all right that was episode 53 right. we'll see you guys later Freak. adios and talk to you later <laughs>